0: Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life on your radio every Saturday from 9 to 9.30. Welcome, and I always look forward to your comments and Questions about the show, if you have any ideas that you'd like to run by me, please feel free to reach out. Uh, You can reach me here at Entercom directly at 843-0651, Or as you may know, I'm pretty active on social media, Facebook, at Brenda Celeste on Twitter and on Instagram. So uh, I always look forward to uh, interacting with uh, folks who are listening on the radio and checking us out online. Well, speaking of events that are coming up, On the radio, there'll be a lot of coverage because I know Sandy Beach will continue to talk about this. But it's almost time for Dingus Day 2019. And the Dingus Day diva herself is back in the house for her annual visit. Bernadette Pollock, Welcome, Bernadette. Thank you, Brenda. Happy to be here. Nice to have you back in the saddle. Hard to believe a year has gone by. Oh, I know. I know know it changes, obviously, every year because uh, Dingus Day follows Easter Sunday. Yes. So it's always different. And this year, it's pretty late.
0: Yes, April 27 second, which is um, quite a bit later than most years. However, there is no guarantee for the weather, but we're hoping.
1: We're Isn't hoping the by then
0: we will be done with the snow.
1: Well, you <laughs> must look at the calendar and say, oh, I'm so glad it's later this year because there's a, a better chance that perhaps the weather will cooperate. Yes. People won't be out there in the cold, snow, sleet.
0: Yes, yes, correct. We we, we we roll the dice, but chances are good that it will be good this year. Let's hope so. Yes.
1: Now, is anybody who knows, who listens to Sandy Beach on WBEN, our radio legend, 9 to noon and BEN weekdays, He refers to you as a woman with a particular set of skills. So for those of you who love the movie Taken like I did, Bernie's playing the role of Liam Neeson here. And Bernadette, when it comes to the parade, what are your particular set of skills? What what do you uh, ask people to do? Uh, How do people participate? How do they join up? Well, I guess that is one of my particular set
0: of skills is I can put a parade together pretty well. Pretty much it's very, very easy. The, the parade itself is, you know, is a very unique parade. We're not a traditional, you know, marching bands and, you know, things like that parade. Um, it was put together just for uh, its quirkiness, uniqueness and spontaneity. So t- anybody can join the parade and you can be an individual, you can be a family, you can be a neighborhood, you can be a group of friends, you can be a business. Um, we have any, everything from individuals to companies that maybe bring 50, 60, 70 people. So you can enter any any kind of group you want. Um, the applications are all online. It, they are free. And it is on the dingusday.com website under the parade section. And all you do is download it and either email it or snail mail, snail mail it to me.
1: And I put you in our lineup. Dingus Day, and Dingus is D-Y-N-G-U-S. Correct. DingusDay.com, easy enough. So the parade is a big component of Dingus Day, Bernadette. Yes. What else makes Dingus Day so unique and special in Buffalo? For folks who perhaps are new to the area or who maybe are driving around and all of a sudden they see all this activity on the east side, what exactly is Dingus Day?
0: Well, Dingus Day it traditionally is the Polish day after Easter when after uh, fasting and uh being very solemn for all of Lent, now you can suddenly let your hair loose and have a good old time. So, so it was the celebration, quite like the uh, Mardi Gras the day before Lent. You know, where you're using up all your your fat and eating all your goodies and having a good time. Throwing ben, beads salmo. around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we have beads too. Don't worry, uh, but you don't okay. have to. You don't have to do things to get them. That's good to okay.
1: know. <laughs> yes. Especially if it's colder. Yes. Right? yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Especially. But anyway, so so basically, it's the Polish way of celebrating the end of the Lenten season and also the ritual of the coming of spring, of of new growth. So hence the pussy willows. You know, the first budding thing in the spring are the pussy willows. So we use the pussy willows to lightly. Tap the um, person you are interested in in on the legs. That's a way of showing interest. And also the delicate squirting of a squirt gun, possibly. Not not the dousing of people. We're, We're trying to play down the dousing part. But that's the way of, of um, a little bit of the spring ritual.
1: So you don't want one of those rocket squirrels? Um, no, okay. please. <laughs> so do women tap boys, or does it work both ways? It works
0: both ways, or yeah. boys tap boys, for you that can matter. In today's whatever. day and age, whatever, it's all whatever, very PC. And we're having a great time, with whatever you want to we're do. We're a very
1: open-minded you show here.
0: So. Yes.
1: <laughs> so you, do you actually see people in the parade and, and the spectators walking around with pussy willows? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. It's it's amazing. And we usually have um, one particular float that brings hundreds of pussy willows and hands them out, too. Great so idea. It's, it's, a, it's really that's that's one of the uh, kind of prerequisites is you need to uh, have some sort of decoration uh, on your on yourself or on your um, entry. It, and it, they should be something of red and white for the Polish flag. Um, maybe pussy willows, maybe flamingos, something, something a little um, reminiscent or um, and paying homage to the Polish tradition. So, Much like St. Patrick's Day, right. you wear your green, so and, you wear red and white. And
1: I remember seeing you sport pierogi earrings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: I, I didn't wear them today, but I have them, and I just found butter lamb earrings, oh, too. Oh, I've seen those. So I'm yeah. going to need to get
1: those, too, to, to You've complete got my ensemble. <laughs> You've got the whole kitchen thing going on there. <laughs> I love it. Pretty yeah. soon it'll be little pussy willow earrings oh yeah well, that's a, don't that's you know, a good that idea could, now i'm not a crafty person but as somebody who's really good at crafts could probably make pussy willow well, well, maybe earrings. they're listening right now and yes. if they get real
0: busy they could have a good booming business yeah, by absolutely
1: i would wear those Why i would not? too i think it's so great now you've been doing this for about nine years right correct Rita? and yet, this is all volunteer on your part this is this is a
0: volunteer um on my part in remembrance of my late husband Russell, who was in on the inception of the parade and, and wanted it to stay a unique event. And I guess I'm kind of here embodying him, making sure that these things are being maintained the way we, we wanted them to be.
1: Why was it so important to Russell? Because um, he was quirky himself.
0: <laughs> he, he was anyone who knew Russell, he was a very energetic, very unique person. And when he when he and um, his friends Marty, uh, Beniers and Eddie Dubashevich sat down and came up with this idea they said let's make it like no other parade that anyone has of us has ever seen.
1: Would you say that the parade is the focal point?
0: It is it is it's the culmination um, it's it, it, you know you do your things during the day and then you come to the parade at five o'clock and then you spread out again and continue so like almost I shouldn't say time stops for the parade but a lot of people do a lot right. of people stop and want to watch the parade
1: and the parade of course is at 5 p.m as Bernadette said yes. on the 22nd of April so just a couple of weeks out and it's at five o'clock so it's nice you can work because obviously it's a Monday so it's a work day for many people so you can work and then head down to the parade where exactly is the parade route starting or can you sort of pick it up at various locations
0: sure. uh, you can pick it up in a number of spots um, it starts basically around Superman corner but uh, the best part is Broadway right in front of the Broadway market up to Fillmore down Fillmore to Peckham, Peckham coming back towards Memorial. Now, we do have a slight change this year where we used to make a left back at Memorial and end at the circle in front of the terminal. Well, things have gotten so congested there. It was so difficult that this year we have a slight change in the parade route. On Memorial, you're going to make a right, and it's going to extend the parade route a little bit more and end that really bad congestion at the end
1: so now you mentioned superman corner that's the intersection of clark and kent yes, right Can you yes. imagine the odds of that i love <laughs> i that. know it could be a little cape up there <laughs> it just but it's a great way to remember it it is definitely and so um what would you say the length of the parade is, Bernadette, because people either walk or are in a vehicle of Vehicles, some sort, yes. right? yeah. I mean, the, the length
0: is probably a little over a mile, yeah. but in reality, it depends um, how many entries we have, which usually is around the area of 150 entries. And an entry, again, can be anything from one person to 100, for all I know. And um, it depends how fast uh, they walk, how long it takes, how much congestion there is, but uh, you can generally think it'll last till about five, till about 6.30.
1: What's the uh, strangest thing you've ever seen in the parade? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure strange. there's a variety there of things. There are a lot of strange things
0: <laughs> in the parade. Um Probably some of the things that that have been tossed into the crowd, amongst them butter lambs, kielbasa, and rye breads. <laughs> Make a meal while you're standing there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You matches eat while your earrings. And and then <laughs> usually usually every year we do have the people from General Mills and the people from upstate farms giving out. Things for the children. So, a lot of times it's cereal and milk.
1: Right. Well, so you've got very, everything from breakfast to
0: dinner exactly, at the parade. You don't exactly. Even if you step into
1: a store, that's great. <laughs> We're talking with Bernadette Pollock. The Dingus Day Diva herself is in the house. Once again, a whole year has gone by. And there's other things too, Bernadette. The parade, obviously a big focus, Polish heritage. Yes. Letting loose after. Uh, you know, six weeks essentially of Lent. Yes. Uh, what other types of businesses participate in that area? There must be, they must take advantage of this flow of people. Oh, for certain or Overflow in yes. many cases, you know, converging on the east side, an area that is not, you know, often very popular except for certain holidays. Well,
0: exactly. This seems to be the holiday anyway because prior to, to, um, Easter Sunday, you have the Broadway market's busiest time of the year, and they have capitalized on that also. The Broadway market will be open the day after Easter, and at noon, they'll have the kielbasa making contest, of which I believe, I usually can't get to it because I'm usually busy with the parade, but I believe there are two um, two uh, areas. One is a, uh, a commercial area, one is a private area of uh, making kielbasa and then they have tasting and decide who the winners are and um but but the, all the area churches corpus christi saint stans all have events going on corpus christi i know starts earlier in the day they have uh, friendly family friendly activities so i mean uh, the the mad urban center which is right across check-in for the parade they are open so uh, P- pussy willow park will have music starting in the afternoon this year so that's a huge tent right on the on the grounds next to the um to the parade route, so there will be no lack of things to do right, in the that, area on that day.
1: That's great. So you can start a little earlier yes. if you'd like, and um, because the parade starts at five, so if you want to have some time, perhaps to tour one of the churches, they're beautiful oh, yes. churches. The architecture is gorgeous, for sure, and really heritage churches that have mm-hmm. been around for many, many decades. Um, and then uh, some of the restaurants you mentioned. I remember uh, a few years ago I took a tour of old the old um, taverns and that old area in the first war at the east side and so forth a lot of the old polonia bars yes and they're still in existence and i think that's the first time i ever tasted krupnik oh <laughs> oh my gosh i oh, bet you see some krupnik the down there huh? yeah yes, no no i sure. loved it I, I said, for sure hey, but what is it honey liqueur delicious
0: yeah but there are a, a couple of the um the bars rnl i believe is one mm-hmm. that's not far yes. from the broadway market and i know they the uh, an elderly couple but they make all their own homemade food and i'm sure they will be open that day arty's bar a lot of the local bars, everybody will be open for so, sure.
1: Oh, I'm sure there will be a lot of people taking advantage of this. Why not? It's a great way to introduce people to an area that they don't often go to. Probably correct. Much like much like the Broadway Market, where people always say, "Just you know, don't come at Easter and Christmas. We're open year round." Correct. So yes. they must really appreciate the efforts that you and the other volunteers make to keep that in the forefront. Well, I would I would hope so, and I and I know that a lot of
0: the people at the market do participate in the parade too. After working a hectic couple weeks before Easter.
1: Mm, and I'm they sure.
0: are exhausted, and they come in, and, and they are very proud to be members of the of, of marching in the parade also.
1: Before we wrap up, Bernadette, in terms of safety, uh, are the Buffalo police an obvious presence there?
0: Oh, definitely. Most definitely. They are everywhere on Dinka State. As a matter of fact, that's probably the best thing to do is come early, find a good place to park your car. And then walk, walk from place to place to place, see the, see the parade, then walk around some more. Very, very, very safe.
1: Good to know, because you want to bring everybody from your child to your grandmother, exactly. probably, right? Exactly. And make it safe yes. for everybody. Yes. Give us, as we close, just a recap, time, place, how to enter.
0: Um, dingusday.com, D-Y-N-G-U-S, as you said. Uh, under the parade section, uh, you can uh, download an application. You can email it or snail mail it to me. And also, I'm volunteers. Anyone who wants to volunteer to help with lineup, help with, help with walking the, the entries through the parade. Um, we're a not-for-profit parade, so you get community service hours. If you want uh, young people or anybody who wants to do some volunteer time, we'd love to have you.
1: Thank you for carrying on your late husband's legacy. It's a wonderful tribute to him and for all you do in the community. Bernadette oh, thank Pollock, you. thanks very much for being here. We'll be back right after this.
2: You a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups 7 days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience.
0: Local Restaurant Week is April 1st through the 7th. Over 200 local independent restaurants dishing up tasty meals all week long. Visit localrestaurantweek.com for details. Local Restaurant Week, it's a festival.
1: Car crashes don't happen in slow motion, they happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. No, you know. Visit safercar.gov the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
0: If you have news about the latest happenings around the buffalo Niagara region, contact Brenda during the week at 843-0651. That's 843-0651. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy,
1: And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. As always, thank you to Kevin Carr for all the technical support behind the scenes. We could not do the show without the K-Carr. Well, what a nice surprise to have um, Borderland looming again for something fun to do this fall. And it's not too soon to talk about it. Uh, I'm delighted to know that they're coming back for a second year. Last year, we talked to the founder, John Simperman, of Borderland, which is... On the surface a music festival but it is so much more than that and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty with John because we're back for round two John John Zimmerman back in the house good morning and welcome
2: hey good morning Brenda thanks for having me and yeah we we survived the first year
1: yes yes and uh, that's no small feat it's not easy to pull one of these festivals off I don't need to tell you yeah, that yeah but this has been a momentous week for you hasn't it John I mean earlier in the week you announced the lineup
2: right tickets right. are
1: going on sale the Borderline 29, uh, 2019 Festival is September 21st and 22nd back at Knox Farm State Park. Right, right. Tell, tell folks what the Borderland uh, Festival is well, all about.
2: You know, and for those who were at the festival last year, thank you for being there. It was it was in many ways uh, a spiritual experience for many of the fans there. Uh, you know, we had over 10,000 fans over two days. Wow. And, and, you know, Brenda, you're right. This is at the core Yes, it is a music festival, but the bigger the bigger uh, picture here with this is this is a really a celebration of the best of Western New York from the from the food to the music to the beer to the arts to the crafts. If you don't know Buffalo and you came into this festival, and you would be blown away by all the cool things that this region has to offer,
1: with an emphasis on local and regional food uh, yes. craftsmanship. Right artisans, etc. cetera.
2: Absolutely. It's, you know, funny, I, you know, I moved here 20 years ago, you know, and there's many things I wasn't aware of with Buffalo. And, and, and it's a really unique culture here. And the border of Canada influences what we eat, what we drink, what we listen to. And as you know, there's such a great creative community in Buffalo. Yes, the Roycroft was part of it back, you know, 100 years ago. But recently, this whole, uh, you know, renaissance in downtown and all the great artists... So for two days out at the park, at Knox Park, you can experience all the best of the region.
1: What's different this year, John, versus the uh, inaugural debut of Borderland last year?
2: You know, we're building upon a very successful foundation. Um, you know, honestly, last year we were educating Buffalonians to what a multi-day festival was. And, and now that people understand that it's more than the music, you know, we're expecting, quite frankly, people. Uh, Quite a bigger crowd than we had last year. Uh, and then we're just going to also, we've added some additional bands. We've added some additional uh, culinary experiences. So we're just really building upon last year. But I have to tell you, from an infrastructure perspective and a, and a, a staging and a site operations, very much the same. The, the park worked perfectly for this festival
1: that must have been so gratifying to you john to know that that was the right venue for this event
2: yeah you know we we all here in western new york we we all own a part of of knox farm state park it's not an east aurora park it's a regional park and it's a 600 acre resource that we can all share and and, and working with our friends uh, at the park, it was a great way to show off this great venue as well.
1: And when you talk about we all own it, it's taxpayer dollars.
2: Yeah, it's a state park. It's a, it's a, state, a state, park. state park, yeah. What
1: was it like for you, just to uh, sort of go off course for a moment here, to deal with state officials and get the okay to to make this happen? Was you know, it difficult? It
2: it it, it 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 wasn't because they shared the vision of showcasing the region um, you know, we promised them that we would leave the park in better shape than we walked in, and we did. You know, for those of you into sustainability, almost 80% of all the waste um, was diverted from the landfill. I mean, the, the park was uh, in impeccable shape when, when we left. So, you know, it was a matter of building trust, but they were—they are great partners. They want to see this festival grow. And a part of it, too, is there are uh, ticket proceeds from this event that go back to, to the park that help renovate the park help refurbish the park so it's really a full circle the, the our success equals their success with this festival
1: such a cliche isn't it john but it truly is a win-win it it, it
2: it really is and we couldn't do it without the park and out the without the venue as well as other partners you know there's a lot of great collaborators in this region that that understand the vision and understand that this is you know an economic builder We're trying to help build the Buffalo brand. We're helping, hopefully, to keep some young folks in Buffalo and maybe have a few of them move back to Buffalo wouldn't that be great
1: absolutely did you see a lot of folks coming in from out of town for the uh, year one festival
2: Uh, as a matter of fact 29% of our ticket buyers were from outside of 716
1: you gotta be kidding
2: me 29%
1: how many were from Canada Uh, you know no no
2: no no we have we we have the email address and the zip code (laughs) of every ticket buyer they came from as far as Vancouver Canada really because we had some Canadian artists on the on the lineup last year and there were hot pockets in uh, in the Carolinas North Northeast Ohio. We had a lot of folks coming in from the Colorado and from the uh, Salt Lake City areas. I got to tell you, I think a lot of those out of town ticket buyers were also expats of Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I think this gave them, it's kind of a homecoming time of year, right? It gave them a chance to come home. And see what's new in their hometown.
1: What a great thing to to kind of fall back into as you consider coming back to Western New York, perhaps for those folks. Right, uh, right. What could be better than this? Now, earlier in the week, uh, from our sister station, uh, Chris the Bulldog Parker. Yep, yeah Who's a, a pal of the Borderland Group <laughs> and here. a
2: big music. Everybody knows Huge him for sports, but he's he's a big oh, music Yeah. Guy.
1: If you listen to Chop and the Bulldog. Uh, Chris manages to inject <laughs> a lot of music talk in there as well, John. So uh, for year number two now, he was your MC yeah, announcing yeah, yeah. the lineup. Yeah, so yeah. do tell.
2: Well, he unveiled the lineup on uh, on Wednesday of, of this week. And there's a few names that I just think are worth really talking about. First of all, um, one of our headliners is, is, uh, is, is government mule and government mule is a mainstay in this uh, region. Uh, Warren Haynes was uh, the one of the original guitarists with the Ullman Brothers, and uh, they usually pack the house when they come to Buffalo. So that's that's a real big win for us. Uh, there's a great uh, Americana artist, Shaky Graves, comes out of Austin, Texas. I've seen him live a few times, and he puts on a tremendous show. And then the one that I think is really, really cool is is Mavis Staples. Mavis Staples... 79 years of age
1: <laughs> wow. is
2: knocking out hit after hit and if those of you um who may or may not know Mavis but not only is she in the Blues Hall of Fame but she's also in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and she's going to be playing with us uh over the Borderland weekend as well so wow, we've got double a,
1: dipper. Wow. we've
2: got a diverse lineup again well over 20 bands we've announced 22 bands so far um uh, still a few more to be announced and that happens over three stages over two days oh
1: fantastic how do you divvy that up john you determine you know we're going to do 10 on this day and 12 on this day how does it all work out
2: you know i mean a lot of it comes down to the 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 talent schedule as well Mm because they're traveling from other festivals as well but we really try to provide a balanced schedule uh you know and and a big part of that and you know there's a reason that we sell two-day tickets is because to really experience a music festival you you should be there both days. Mm-hmm. Because it's the diversity of the lineup and the full experience. You know, while there may be one or two bands in the lineup you see or that you know, I really encourage people to see as many as possible because it really as we like to say, you know, kind of pushes your boundaries and expands your experiences.
1: And you can enjoy the music there and eat at the same time because you have so many local uh, chefs and uh, food purveyors right on Breweries, site. Breweries,
2: right? distil- distilleries, yeah. let's w- wineries. Talk about, let's talk about my favorite <laughs> subject,
1: John. What kind of food and drink do you have there? Oh,
2: boy. Well, last year, and we're still f- finishing up a lot of our, uh, our culinary programs. Uh, partners. But, you know, last year we had Allentown Burger Ventures. Uh, we had Black Iron Bistro. We had some wood, wood, uh, wood fire, uh, wood iron pizza on-, on site. You know, this wasn't your typical, um, you know, kind of mass produced right. event. I mean, these were really culinary experiences. And you have to remember, we open up the doors at 11 a.m. and people are on site until 10 p.m., so they're having they're a couple meals hungry. a day. Yeah, so, good. But we really showcase and we want to bring in the best of Western New York from, again, beer to this year, distilled spirits, which, which the park nice. has approved for us, as well as some really great local... Um, Culinary partners who are doing some amazing things in the food side here in Buffalo.
1: Oh, what a great way to showcase the innovative cuisine We're seeing more and more in this area, right? Do they come in with a food truck? No, you, know,
2: you know, it's a combination, but you know our culinary partners, you know, it's a full setup You know the, everything's uh, prepared on site. We also have uh, For convenience purposes. We have four to five of, of, of the best food trucks in Buffalo as well in a little food truck village that we, we set up on site Um, But there'll be plenty of food options uh, and and plenty of really great, great um, ancillary entertainment options as well.
1: Got about 30 seconds left, John. How does one get tickets and are there VIP tickets?
2: Yeah, so tickets are now on sale. They went on sale yesterday, which is Friday. Tickets are on sale. Borderlandfestival.com. Two-day general admission tickets as well as there are 2 and 3 day VIP tickets and all the different benefits are uh, are listed there and uh, you know I really encourage people to to uh, purchase their tickets sooner than later because in the festival world the closer you, the longer you wait the higher the ticket price you pay Good so advice. so yeah it, why wait it, why wait get them now lock in the weekend again September 21st and 22nd it's the last weekend of summer. It's the first weekend of fall, and it's a great time to be out at Knox Park.
1: And it's such a beautiful venue, and you have so many fun things happening with this lineup, the food, the artisans, uh, the spirits, the the local beer. Congratulations to you, John, for making this vision come true and for bringing something like this to not only those of us who live in this area, but also bringing some people back. Yeah, Thank let's you.
2: let's bring them back. Thanks, and we'll hope to see you out there in September.
1: John Simperman, the founder of Borderland. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks so much for carving out some time. Until next time, take care and be safe.
0: Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.